ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is another episode, a uh, long delayed episode of Young Black and Bothered. Uh, we are back, ladies and gentlemen, for another uh, another episode. Welcome, welcome. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Greg, and I'm joined by none other than... Uh, hello, this is Q. Nice to see you. Talk to y'all again. And I think Iris's mic is muted, but she's here as well, and Chris will be on a little bit later. I just want to get straight into it. Um, I was going to do First 48, but we can save that. Um. Q, I know you don't watch uh, Rolling Loud. You don't do a lot of concerts and things like that of that nature. But um, the baby, let's just start at the top. But before we do that, actually, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just play the clip. Let's just play the clip right now so you can hear what this man had to say, which was already a shit show to begin with. So as soon as it plays. You didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, any of them dead, essential transmitted diseases. They'll make you die in two, three weeks, put a cell phone like that. Lady, if your pussy smell like water, put a cell phone like the uh. Fellas. Lights up. Fellas, if you ain't sucking nigga dick in the parking lot, put your cell phone like that. Let's be uh, real about this shit. Keep yeah. it fucking real. Some of y'all niggas suspect as a motherfucker. Let's be real. All right, so you already know we're about to start on 10 this week. Um, that's how we're starting this episode of Young Black Father. Um, Rolling Loud is a concert that way too many motherfuckers was at. Let, let's just be crystal clear. It happened in Florida. Um, T-Pain was there. Gucci was there. Um, clearly, the baby was there. Megan Thee Stallion was there. Um, to give a brief synopsis, there's going to be a lot of people in Florida with the COVID, with the Delta. All, all the you know sorority and fraternity shit, they're going to have that pretty soon. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to phrase this so it makes sense. He said that leaving the stage. Um, but before he did that, he had a stripper on the stage on a bed with him. Like, you know, giving them a lap dance. He jumps into the crowd, probably came in contact with way too many people, then brought it back to his crew. Um, but that statement, people were like, OK, that, that was a lot because it seemed like it was directed at Lil Nas X. Right. So people were like, yeah. OK, like, you know, the baby's already, you know, said a lot of stupid shit. What else can he do? So he played a Megan Thee Stallion song, went through the whole, you know, her verse, his verse. After he does that, he brings out Tory Lanez to perform their song. And then immediately after he plays another song that him and Megan Thee Stallion on and says that he don't do too much politics because he likes to, you know, keep things friendly. I thought it was a little bit messy, but then the next day happened. The next day happens Q and this man goes and says something to the magnitude of this, which we're about to play. Um, Love to my fans. See what I'm saying? Cause what me and my fans do at the live show, it don't concern you niggas on the internet. Or you bitter bitches on the internet. It's not y'all business. You know what I'm saying? Like, what I do at a live show is for the audience at the live show. It'll never translate correctly to somebody looking at a little five, six second clip from their goddamn crib on their phone. It just don't work like that. Like, now, because regardless of what you motherfuckers talking about, how the internet been twisted up my motherfucking words. Me and all my fans at the show, the gay ones and the straight ones, we turned the fuck up. I'm talking about my boy that was at the front of the stage, left over there by where I jumped at, asked him. He got clips all on his shit. The whole night was recording. We would turn the whole night. My boy had the crop top on, front row. Yeah, out there in that, in that jungle, in that water. Yeah, he out there. He's standing on the rail, got them cutting up. He the words. I saw him. I'm, I'm rapping them bitches with him. Yeah. The hell y'all talking about? Y'all niggas... Shut the fuck up, you niggas. You niggas. I, I can't even play too much more. Um, 
I, I don't know if y'all have an opinion on the baby or if you even care about what I just played. Uh, I would love to hear from some of the listeners right now how they felt about that uh, perspective that he had. More importantly, the blatant disrespect to the LGBTQ community, because I thought that was absolute bullshit. Um, Iris, do you have anything? Q, do you have anything? Uh, looks like Iris is still having some audio issues. Yeah, yeah. I, I, at this point, I really don't. I mean, he's irrelevant, but like, you don't do politics, but yet at a live show, you mm-hmm. and you you made a political statement. Yep, and and that political statement was was one that was derogatory towards members of the LGBT community, like. Don't play in traffic. Yeah. Yeah. I, I couldn't really grasp the con and he he's doing so much more now, Q. This man gets on Twitter. Um I'm gonna to try to find a tweet really quickly. But at some point you have to know that like you, you pissing off not only, you know, people who don't fuck with you, but you you pissing off your fans because they're they're honestly tired of defending you. So um an artist by the name of Dua Lipa, um honestly don't know who she is. She said that she's surprised and horrified, just like the rest of the world. Um, yeah, we, we we said the same thing. So Homeboy goes and says, Jesus, he went on a rant. He says, anybody who's done ever been affected by AIDS, HIV, y'all got the right to be upset. What I said was insensitive, even though I have no intentions of offending anybody. So my apologies. But the LGBT community, I ain't trip. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't even read the rest of that shit. Uh, but basically, he says, "I ain't tripping on y'all. Do you? Y'all business is y'all business." I, I, obviously, that nigga just wants. He, he wants. I, to, <laughs> obviously, he wants to be obviously, he is because he he he. You know, go play. You know, if, if there's a beltway near you, the baby, go play in it. Go play. Go play in track. Yeah. Hmm. This man said, you know, right before that tweet, I told fans to put a cell phone light in the air. Y'all start a million man march. I told you y'all digested that wrong, but I ain't going to lie. I'm impressed. Now show that same amount of support when a racist cop killed one of our black ass. Y'all, y'all not. Uh, let, let's just move on. Actually, let's, let's hit this no, button. No, 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 wait, this nigga wait, is wait a minute. How, what? Did you not yes. see what? Did you not see what happened all last summer since since May twenty fifth, two thousand twenty? That was a thing. That was a thing, Q. Yo, so yo, the, these ignorant ass quote rappers, quote unquote, y'all stupid, man. Stupid. Absolutely. Absolutely stupid. And you know what? If you if you are if any one of y'all listen to this show. You can at me, bro. Yeah. Um, as somebody who I, I really didn't care, you know, good or bad with his music, because um, he does have some hits that, you know, just came from a feature or something like that. I like the little Jabba Walkie shit and all that. But my issue is at some point, somebody, your publicist or even like your parent or somebody should just be like, yo, like, you're going to have to reel that in, bro. That that That's a lot. Um 
And not only did he double down, the fact that you said, but the LGBT community, I ain't tripping on y'all, do you? Y'all business is y'all business. After two, what? Not even two days after you saying something about like, you know, men going and giving oral sex in a car to another man or some shit like that. Um, blatant disrespect. You couldn't honestly grasp the concept of like, you know, sensitivity or whatever. So the baby, like, I, I don't know, bro. I, I just, I, I hope he just shuts up and just go, you know, somewhere go, for a long go, time. He needs to go play in traffic. He's going to yeah. play in traffic. Find the closest beltway, the closest, busiest highway, and go play in it. Absolutely. Um, you know, again, I said I was going to do First 48. We haven't even really gotten into the show. So let's just get these voicemails off, and we're going to get into some more shit. But I just really wanted to start with the baby and get that off our chest early. So I put sugar in my grits. See? And you can't do nothing about it. That's what I'm talking about. This there is what happens. Go. There we go, Bella. There we go. Yes, yes, yes. Yo, sugar. what is wrong with y'all? Sugar does not belong in grits. Sugar it does not belong. No, it doesn't. No, no, it doesn't. Down. Ladies and gentlemen, if any of you believe that sugar belongs in grits, you let me know. Um, I just don't believe it. Um, apparently, Stereo is telling us, like, everybody's in the room. Then ain't nobody in the room. One time it said 36. One time it said 77. Then it said 34. It said 7 and 5. Either way, shout out to everybody who was listening live. I think we got another voicemail from my guy, Strovey. So, Big truth. Big truth. Very, very, very big truth. Go plan traffic if you do not know how to talk to human beings. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think he was trying to come on stage. We'll, we'll invite him on in a minute um, because we will have to have some votes for Dope and Dope and everything. And I want to, you know, introduce some of the fans and people who listen to the show live to some of the segments. Um, Q, before we move on to First 48 and everything like that, more news. Um, how do you feel about Kanye West doing this album release on Friday? I don't know if you watched it, if you cared or what. I don't care about Kanye right now. So it's so next. Damn. Well, I, I will just tell you, you know, because we do have to do a podcast. Um, Kanye West decided <laughs> that he was going to <laughs> he was going to release an unreleased album called Donda, which he still hasn't released as of today, which is Tuesday, July 27th. Right. I'm mm-hmm. I'm trying to understand why he's this way and why he consistently decides that, you know, what I'm going to like create a it's like he opened an Excel spreadsheet at work and he's like, you know what, like we're going to work through this together. And that's what he done with his last three albums. And the issue is all of them been trash. So Kanye, like, I'm not waiting until like August or November for this fucking album. Like, I, I don't care what he has to do. He's staying right now in the stadium for um, the Atlanta Falcons. And he said that he's going to be there to finish up the album. Why are you like, you haven't done an album for real since what, 2018? Kanye, 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 Kanye. Go take your meds, man. Go take your meds. Did you see what he was? Man, I did see the the the, the outfit that he was wearing. Mm. A fucking stocking over your head. Are you? <sighs> yeah. He he was dressed like a red pill. That man had on a stocking cap. He had on a red jacket. And and here's the fucked up part about it, Q. The same outfit he wore on Friday. They he had an MLS the soccer game. Exactly. He wore to the uh, he wore to the Atlanta United game, and that's when I I, I was on Bleacher Report and I saw that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, you are off your rocker right now, dude. Yeah, yeah. We you know we got to pray for but, him, but but I then mean, again, but then again, 
he was married to a Kardashian. You know what the Kardashians do? Yes. They fuck up. They fuck up. Every single time. Lives. Every single time. I mean, look look no. at them. Look at Devin. Look at Devin Booker. He lost the NBA Finals. Why? Fuck the Kardashians. See, look at you. Look at you. Also, on since this is the YBB show, you know, and for the people who don't listen to the sports desk, I wanted to again congratulate Q for getting his role with. Actually, you know, you you tell them Q. Uh, all right. So I am uh, a member of a daily daily, daily fantasy sports. Uh, community on Discord, um, but it's not just—it's not just daily fantasy sports. We do cart. We're now in the card breaks, where you know, uh, trading cards, uh, NFTs, uh, betting. Um, we got a, a couple of other uh, different projects down the, that's coming down the pipe. And I was hired as one of their outreach coordinators. So um, I, I'm real excited, really, really excited about it. Um, actually, Greg was the one that introduced me to the community. He's like, join the CP Playing Fan Game. <laughs> uh, and yeah, actually, right now, we are smashing <laughs> in, in baseball right now. Um, currently, our line of our lineup is on fire, but yeah, I'm I'm excited about this opportunity. Um, my first official day was today. I've been sending out a whole bunch of messages um, on on our different handles on Twitter. Um, so yeah, I, I I'm 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 excited about it. Really excited about it. It's a great community. If you want to know more, um, follow my Twitter. Um, and shoot me a message, and I'll and I'll give you all the details. I'm not gonna put the name out there um, because I don't want my boss sliding my DMs. Like, what the hell was you doing? What the hell was you thinking? So, if you want to know more, <laughs> if you want to know more, go ahead. Uh, just uh, follow me on Twitter, um, and I'll give you all the deets. That's a bet. That's a bet. Um, I'm, I'm definitely going to need you to kill the cicada or whatever grasshopper is in that background because that shit is loud. But we, we, we're going to move on um, into the news, I guess, when it comes to what's going on in the world. Apparently, last week, uh, Twitter went nuts because, according to BSO, a white woman has a pre-wedding photo shoot with a black man on a plantation. Um, he says he is no longer a slave and is a part of the family. Um, I, I don't know if you followed this story, Q, but it was absolutely nuts um the status said and i quote 1842 days passed i'm sorry 1800 1842 days passed and everything changed i love got stronger and stronger he was no longer a slave he was a part of the family part two pre-wedding session um he (laughs) yeah yeah he is uh he's in photos with her She's like, you know, I guess like the daughter of the slave master or whatever. And he has shackles on and things like that. And he's picking cotton in one photo. The next photo, I guess they are in a field in the cotton field and he has shackles on and she is taking the shackles off of him. So that's photo number two. Um, Then the third photo is, I guess, like them getting married. Uh, And I, I think the issue is he agreed to this shit. And for somebody who is in an interracial marriage, I have to say this. We are not the same. 
that shit does not fly. That um that that get out mentality that is fucked up. That is honestly one of the, looking at the shit. It was egregious, and that's the stigma that I guess happens when you are in like an interracial like relationship or something like that. But when you are like, say for example, like me, when I saw it, knowing that I'm in an interracial relationship, I'm looking at like, what the fuck is he thinking? What what is that? So that's that's pretty retarded. Yeah, I I just have to implore people like, if you are doing some shit that's out of your character and you don't have family or friends to like kind of like tell you that you done you're about to fuck up or you did fuck up or like the shit and the situations around you are fucked up, um, nobody can help you. So I guess the moral of that story is I can't help him and I have no advice for him. I wish him the worst. That is absolute. (laughs) That's fucking stupid. It's it's dumb. So. I just wanted to touch on that because, you know, we talked about it on Clubhouse and I was like, I'm going to bring it to the show because people wanted to hear my opinion. And I didn't have one. I sat for three days trying to figure out like a thought on that. And I was like, it's just fucking ridiculous. Um, there is none. There is none. Yeah, there's none. Um, but moving right along, um, Q, you know, I, I don't travel to the Midwest. The reason why is because, you know, about 85 percent of it is racist and it's sundown towns. So I decided to go. And look at this uh, BuzzFeed article that says sundown towns are still a problem for black drivers. Now, I know that, you know, you and, you know, one of our boys, y'all taking like road trips, like statewide. And I wanted to ask you, have you ever like driven through a sundown town? Oh, man. I was, I can say yes. Mm-hmm. I can say yes from as far as I can remember. Um. Yeah, yeah, we have. Yeah. Okay. The the reason why I wanted to ask you is because the article says something about um a guy by the name of Marco Williams journeyed from his home in Prince George's County, Maryland, to visit the Devil's Bathtub in Deep Virginia of June last year. The outdoor enthusiast never imagined that a stop for gas would present him with a warning that potentially saved his life. In a TikTok that has now been viewed 2.5 million times, Williams told his followers that on his return home, traveling along Route 119, he visited a damn, the fact nobody travels 119. Either way, he visited a small service station in Kentucky to refuel and grab some snacks. The cashier was like, you best not be around here after dark. This is a sundown town. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, most people probably wouldn't warn you about shit like that. And the article explained, you know, when like when you have that, it's probably somebody who knows that that town is racist. So it's like, you know what? Like they're giving you a warning. Don't be here after dark because I can't like I can't help you. You're going to get purged like them fucking movies and shit. So I, I want to know, like, if the listeners because there's a lot of fucking people. there. I think right now we got, what, 45 people. Have you been through a sundown town? Have you ever like driven past one? Or honestly, do you live in one? Because a lot of people live in other, you know, states and you know things like that. So I would like to know. Uh, but before you know, we get those answers. I wanted to touch on something that is near and dear to Q and I's heart: um, the vaccination <laughs> and COVID. Uh, really briefly, Saint Jude, Saint Jude's Children's Research Hospital is now requiring employees to be vaccinated to which a lot of people are honestly quitting St. Jude's. And the reason for this is because the hospital in Memphis is now requiring their employees to be vaccinated after finding out that less than 40% of the people who worked at said establishment at the hospital refused. 
So any employee who refuses to get vaccinated will be put on unpaid leave for two weeks. At the end of that time, if the employees have not started the vaccination process, they will be terminated. Good. You know, good. I mean, yeah. there's nothing, there's really nothing else to say. And, and, you know, even today, like someone asked um, President Biden if he was going to, if, you know, the government was going to implement a, a, a vaccination mandate for federal employees. And he says, well, that's on the table. It should be on the table. It absolutely mm-hmm. should. It absolutely should be. You get, right now, we are in, like the pandemic has switched to a pan- to a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Yep. This t- people really need to understand about this Delta variant. If you are not vaccinated or have had it before, in, no, I'm not even going to go to that second part. If you're not vaccinated and you contract the Delta variant. It's going to rip you apart. That's how violent this variant is. It will rip you apart. It will literally rip you apart. Whoa, what's all that in the background? <laughs> um, it will literally, like, th- this variant will kill you. Exactly. And if, it does, and if it doesn't kill you, you will be dealing with the after effects of it for the rest of your life. Why? Why? I don't get it. Why, when you have that, you have a vaccine that so help you if you do catch COVID, if you if you do get Delta, you won't get the severe side effects. And exactly. the longer and the longer the longer that people refuse to get vaccinated, the more vectors that a virus has to mutate and become even worse. And get to a point where vaccine where those of us who are vaccinated are going to be a booster because that the the current because that current vaccine can't it, will, it gets completely overrun by a by an even stronger variant. So go get vaccinated, people. Go please, get vaccinated. I, my my kid's mother she's getting her second vaccination on. Uh, she's getting her sa- second va- uh, shot tomorrow tomorrow morning. I'm going on Saturday to get mine. Get it. Mm-hmm. And we desperately need to get it, her and I, because we have kids. Our kids are not. Tw- our kids are not twelve. Mm-hmm. Our kids are not twelve, and that's who's getting it right now, and that's who's dying from it. The mm-hmm. unvaccinated, those twelve and under. That's why the CDC today reinstituted, you know, reinstituted the recommendation that yep. even those that are vaccinated continue to wear to wear a mask mm-hmm. well let me, let me get your thoughts q uh since we, we are like we're gonna make the whole show about covid that's where we want um, when it comes to like bowser you know we don't really talk about dc a lot even though we're from here born and raised um what are your thoughts on bowser possibly bringing back the restrictions with like the delta variant rising how do you feel about it yes i mean <laughs> the first thing she needs to do is stop all the all the fucking violence that's happening in the city right now, mm-hmm. but but uh, but also I, it's time. Like people are people are really underestimating this this Delta variant. It is super contagious. It is as contagious as when the pandemic started with the original strain. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, At least, just, you know, then then we had zero protection from 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 COVID because it was a brand new so it was a brand new disease in which no human being had had immunity. We have a vaccine now that allows allows immunity, allows people to not get terribly sick, get on a ventilator and die. Yeah. And I think that like that's the biggest part of my personal frustrations though is because just like everybody else, Q, I stayed indoors for months. I wore a mask even before it was mandated because we knew we wanted to just get back to some semblance of normalcy, right? Um, mm-hmm. I felt like I did my part. Like you you did your part. Like the people that we know and we're close to and friends with and even people we've talked to on here have done their part. So these new spreads are, you know, not to be offensive, like they're most likely to be from people who refuse to take the precautions. And now like we're sitting here just like we were last year at the same time talking about being locked down and, you know, the people who are going to like bitch and moan about, you know, everything are going to be the same people who aren't taking the precautions. Uh, the, and it's crazy. Cause like, they're going to be the ones that are bitching about it, but they're the ones that are like largely responsible for the restrictions. Like, and they're going to, and they're going to be, the, and they're going to be the ones that, that ends up, that ends up overwhelming our healthcare systems and emergency rooms and COVID and COVID COVID wards because they're going to need a fucking ventilator. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, like, I, I don't know if it's official yet because it's all been speculation all day long about Biden and the administration, like considering like the vaccine requirements for federal workers and things like that. I want to say that actually happened. Um, I'm not a hundred percent first on no, it. No, no, it hasn't happened. It hasn't happened. It hasn't happened. Yet. It, 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 it's okay. coming. It's coming. It's coming because yeah, just, because because it, it, in that question when that question answered the reporter the uh, the president said um, you know we're considering we're considering it but if you are not vaccinated then I don't think you are as smart as I think you are absolutely absolutely well we got some voicemails let's play these and then what we're gonna do is go right into first forty eight because we got some good ones all right we got one from Strovin we got another one from Shane. Sundown sounds are all over the country and a lot of them in the South. And I think it needs to be televised and we should make a spectacle of it. Yeah, I, I definitely think so too. Um, I think the closest I've seen to like a potential sundown town was when we went to um, Kentucky. Now, when we went to Kentucky, we have a friend whose parents lived there. They moved there from New York because it's like, okay, you're about to retire, move somewhere like, you know, like Kentucky. I don't know why, but whatever. Um, so we go down there, we do the bourbon trail. And you ever been at like, you know, a part of town where it's like, okay, you know for a fact this part of town is safe. But if you drove like five or 10 miles down the road, like if you cross a little line, like shit starts to get real dicey. That's what it felt like. Kentucky felt like, hey, if you if you along the bourbon trail, because hey, you bringing us business and shit like that, you cool. But if, if you make too many rights, then it's just going to go left. And I was like, you know what? I, I won't be returning here for a while. I probably will be going back in like another five years to go get my barrel. But outside of that, like certain towns I, I can't get with like you and I being from this, you know, from the DMV area of DC proper um, Virginia. I don't even like driving across the bridge to go to Arlington. So I'm not going to certain parts of Virginia. Once I start seeing the Confederate flags and, you know, mm-hmm. the, the pickup trucks with the, the MAGA stickers and shit, like, you know, I'm like, I'm just going to go ahead and just turn right around because not only do I not feel welcome here, I don't feel safe. And anybody who knows anything about Virginia cops, 
they could give a fuck less. So with that being said, Q, do you have anything to say about that before we move on? Nah, I mean, you're right. Like, every time I drive through Virginia, and even some parts of North Carolina, and even, you know, while I'm down here in South Carolina, I'm be like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. So, hold on, we got one from Shannon, and then what we're going to do is, I want to say, uh, Homeboy wanted to come on, so Strovin wants to come on. I keep saying his name wrong. I don't know if it's Strovin or Strovin, but we'll add him on, like, when we get to First 48, we'll let him participate in that. But, um, let's see what Shannon has to say. What up, boys? It's your girl, Shan. Just strolling through, doing what I do. What's good? We hear that. What's going on? What is going on? Um, This might be the the quickest, shortest, longest episode on planet Earth, Q. We we will have... (laughs) Not much this week because ain't much happened. Uh, we talked about the sundown towns, the plantation thing. Um, I really don't want to talk about white people's space. We got we got two more. We got two more Uh-oh. comments. One from Shane, one from Baylor. Oh God, here we go. What the fuck? Oh, <laughs> I just got a threesome tonight at the nail shop. It was lit. <laughs> what? What? Why? Whoa! Whoa! Wait! Wait a minute. What? Okay, hold on. I'm gonna repeat that. I just got a threesome tonight at the nail shop. It was lit. <laughs> <sighs> I just got a threesome tonight at the nail shop. It was lit. <laughs> okay, so I had to play. Greg, I had to play it like three times. <laughs> Greg, that's the na- Greg, that's the name of the show tonight. Mm-hmm. Threesome just at had a- the nail shop. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just need to know what, like, what did you do at the nail shop to actually? I don't want to know. Next voicemail. We don't necessarily have uh, sundown towns, but we have a few areas where I mean, well, now it's, it's a little bit more gentrified in the you know, Beverly Hills area, Malibu, and stuff like that. You know, we're pretty left over here, but it's one of those things where. If you drive in a certain car, you look a certain way, then you might get a little bit more attention by the police. Uh, neighbors and the, the residents may not be familiar with your kind, so they might call the feds on you. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Oh, Lord. Shane goes. Uh, oh, oh, Lord. Here we go. Jesus. You know you need to leave him when he started with, this is going to be the quickest, shortest. Sir, I need you that I need oh. to get that full wang. Jesus. She, I can tell she took an edible. I can fucking tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I went in there. First of all, I didn't have to take the girls, so it was already lit. And I was the only one, so I felt like I was like the official pampered. And somebody had my feet. Somebody else had my hand. Somebody else had my other hand. And I couldn't do nothing but be in it. <laughs> With my mouth open. Jesus. See? This is why we can't have nice things. This is why we cannot have fucking nice things. People like Shane. Oh. What Bailey got to say? Shane won't that full wang. That full wang getting that threesome in the nail shop. Full wang. See, this is... I, hold on. Now, Q, like... I, I'm, I'm going to invite homeboy on the stage one time. You know, he, he's on here. I'm going to invite him. Hopefully, you know, he knows to behave when he gets on stage. So we're going to invite him in and see what he says. So mm-hmm. send him the invite. Hopefully he wants to come on and, you know, chop it up with us for a bit. All right. So Shane got one more. 
Give me that full wing. Make me feel that thing in my back. What? What? Yo, Shane, did she have me. an edible? Did she have an she edible? She had to. Have. She absolutely had to. She had to. Oh so, oh, hello. What's going on? What's going on, my hello, friend? Hello, well, Thank you for having me. Um, no problem. Absolutely. Oh, I just wanted to go ahead and say it is a blessing to be here. I love speaking to new people. That's why I got the app. You guys are awesome. Sending um, brain hugs to every individual listening and yourselves. Um, Thank you so you guys much. Touched, you guys touched on everything. You guys touched on a lot of uh, pop culture, um, current events, all that good stuff. Um, I just wanted to touch on a couple of your points so I can mm-hmm. kind of offer a different perspective. Um, oh. You sound very educated. Obviously, melanated, blessed individuals, um, talented individuals. You guys obviously have a spectrum of relativity when it comes to how you look at the world. So, you guys are some of my favorite people to talk to. Um, now, in relation to, because this is all over the news, the baby. Um, mm-hmm. um, uh, shout out to South Carolina. Um, one of the biggest urban uh, cities, hubs in our country right now. I did not even know that until recently. So I got to give a shout out to all of the independent Black-owned business owners. Because uh, mm-hmm. they are doing their thing if they are able to make a self-sufficient city. Uh, in a bunch of communities. The uh, baby is an interesting entity because in hip hop, it's sort of like a boys club, if you will. It, it, it's an old term, but it's a boys club. Um, it's male dominated. Um, I'd say that women have been making a lot of progress in the last, I think Nicki Minaj kind of kicked off the modern um, hip hop revolution for the ladies, but men have just been all over it. So it just has so many negative men traits. And I think that was what was on display. Um, the baby, is, I don't I don't know if he, how he identifies sexually. I don't really care. But mm-hmm. I don't know if he will be considered a homosexual man. Um, with that being the case, everything that he has to say about the homos, like, like the LGBTQ community mm-hmm. is basically speculative. He has no idea what he's talking about. He's, he's a dumbass in that regard. Um, and that's yeah. his right. Because nobody knows everything, but I think what people are getting caught up on is the energy and like the derogatory energy that he had when it was referring to a virus. And we honestly don't even know everything about viruses, let alone a very, very powerful one that has affected a lot of people. And it's hurtful at the end Mm -hmm. of the day. Um, And that's why I think people are trying to drive home. Like you can't say things to people that are hurtful without getting backlash that's one of the biggest lessons that i'm getting from this you know he's a millionaire he has no idea what regular people think this is a this is a different sort of guy but you know i think that people should exercise the mind your own business effect here um that's what i did for him if i had to offer any advice and to anybody who was triggered by that because i know it's a very triggering thing i'd say just look within yourself to find that healing because there are so many ignorant people when it comes down to how to even talk to people, let alone treat them. So, um, you know, it's a very hurtful situation and the hip hop community has so much more work to do within itself. So I enjoy the genre of music. I don't like for my energy to be focused on a negative element and I just Mm -hmm. like to keep it there. So, you know, it was hurtful. It was negative. But as far as MCs go, 
he's a person that I identify with because I'm from a very, very rough inner city neighborhood. Um, mm-hmm. I, I actually identify a lot with people who are from a quote unquote hood. Uh, I actually am more comfortable in a quote unquote hood than a suburb or um, any of those other places because I'm from there and I understand the people. So for me, that's home. I'm not saying that I will always be there, but I'm saying that I understand the relevancy and finding comfort in your environment. But in regards to the Simone Biles thing and, you know, uh, a lot of the things going on in the media in regards to how our people are being perceived, I'm just really enjoying the freedom. I'm enjoying the ability yeah. to express yourself in a place of strength as opposed to uh, victimhood. Um, I really think that African-American people have a unique experience in this whole world. And we are always punished for being um, bright or driven or strong or outspoken. And what happens is all of that fear manifests on itself and we become slaves to a system that was never designed to love us in the first place. Exactly. Um, now you can't get mad at, you can't get mad at people who will never love you, who don't understand you. But I do believe it is our obligation to do more with respecting and loving one another, because if we do not educate ourselves on how to become better people, while it is just us in the room, when we are able to move forward as a people, we will move forward divided as usual, like everybody else is, because nobody is really unified as a people. Everybody is working. But our experience is unique because of so many different factors. But we had the worst slavery regimen in history. Mm-hmm. And it was almost likened to the ancient Egyptians in the times of Moses. And you talk about the dehumanization of, hu- of people the attacking of education and the actual benefit that the world got from the industrial revolution that was funded by slavery. You talk about those things in a room full of people who are different and things get very weird because nobody knows how to deal with America's, in my opinion, with America's biggest shame. The native, Mm -hmm. what happened to the native Americans is criminal, true, but at least they got laws acknowledging that what happens to them was terrible and they get tax exemption and Mm -hmm. they're able to maneuver throughout society protected almost like like an endangered species list but we get killed at an alarming rate we are the leading demographic and everything dying so black women have the highest rate of mortality black babies being born in hospitals have the highest rate of mortality black men are locked up and occupy 66% of the prison system, yet there's only 13% of us in populace. So you, and, and, and U.S. has the most prisons in the world. So you ask yourself, what is, what is, what is the common denominator in that? And it is our system is attacking us. So yep. when I try to get in spaces and speak to people, I'm all about healing energy. I think that we need more healing than anybody. Um, And you don't have to get along with everyone. I am a very big fan of telling people, you hurt my feelings. You you, you hurt me just then. Do not like that. And I will offer a what I like to call a pathway forward, because if you hurt me, you hurt me. I don't have to Mm -hmm. let it affect me, but I will let you know that what you did was unacceptable. If you choose to be disrespectful from there, don't worry. I'm from the hood. I got all the moves that you need. However, if you would like to have a civilized conversation and a cordial one. Not only can we have that, but we can challenge each other mentally. 
and we can see if we can get to a good place. But we never even had that chance. So I take full opportunity for that whenever I get a chance. I would challenge anybody listening or you brothers yourself, challenge people. Black men are now able to speak their minds and get away without getting shot or stabbed or destroyed professionally or whatever the case may be, because we got things to defend us now, like cancel culture and social media and smartphones. So we can record this shit because there are still Mm -hmm. things happening that are unbelievable. There are unbelievable things happening all over the place. And I just want to promote healing. I want to promote people being the best version of themselves. I promote people competing. I love competition. I think you should go out there and try your best to dominate something. And if a person happens to get their feelings hurt in the process, so be it. It's just you exactly. do the best you can. Um, and, you know, I am a person that just loves love. I love the ob- I love the idea. I love the concept. I think it's a beautiful thing. And I, I wish people got more into it. But I ranted. I have been ranting. You guys ain't said, y'all so polite. Y'all ain't say nothing to me. <laughs> no, we let you, you got to get your shit off, man. Yeah, you got to talk. Oh, that's hey, I appreciate that. That's why I love this uh platform. Like, you know, I wish it was a bit more friendly, but yeah, man, it's it's something else. Like, it really is. Um and yeah, what I you learned with it, you were married as okay. well, right? Yes, sir. How many years? It's well, it's been three years on the 14th of July. So three man, years. Bless yeah. it. I got married this past year. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. And, oh my, man, thank you. I ain't gonna lie, man. Now that I'm here, I see why people do it. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's unfortunate because I believe that a lot of black men suffer from arrested development, myself being yep. one of them. And I knew that I thought I was going to die before I was 25. Not because anything particular, like I'm a fairly healthy person. I used to compete and it's something that I'm healing from. So I like to try to talk to people so they can get some perspective. But where I'm from, that's all you grow up hearing. Hey, you're going to die. Hey, you're going to die. Hey, you're going to die. Oh, by the way, white people don't like you. Cops don't like you. Black people don't like you. Um, uh, People in authority figures don't like you. History shows that nobody likes you. And so you're going to die. That's what I thought all my life. And I believed it. I was like, oh, well, why would an adult that loves me lie to me? But what I didn't realize was, first of all, everybody's going to die. So if you live to die, technically, you really haven't lived. Um, very hard um, concept to wrap your mind around, but I feel like living past 25 helped me with that a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so when you realize how fucking idiotic you are because you've been like planning to die this whole time and didn't even realize it, and you put your life into perspective, you start realizing that you've lived your life through a very narrow scope. And yep. when your mind is allowed to stretch itself and breathe and you're not worried about Oh, is my friend going to kill me? Is a cop going to kill me? Is a white person going to kill me? Is somebody going to kill me? Will I get killed going to the grocery store? Or will I get killed? Whatever. And you rebuke all these things, by the way. But um, it's real energy. And it keeps you from moving forward. And I know that progress is a big problem in our community. So I just love challenge, especially the brothers. Because I feel like every other group in this world has one thing that we just don't have. And that is support from each other. Black Facts. men do not support each other. And I can scream that from any tall building that you want to scream that from. Black men do not mm-hmm. support each other. Professionals do. Family does. 
I'd say friends that are like really, really close to where it's almost like a brotherhood. They do. Mm -hmm. But when it comes down to me seeing a black man and saying, hey, that black man is a black man. Maybe I should be nice to that black man. We don't do that. We refuse to do that. I myself am guilty of that. I'm healing from it. But one thing that I've noticed, I can't stand older black men. I just can't. Mm -hmm. I feel like older black men are the reason why we are in this predicament. I feel like older black men get bitter because they were scared in their lives. They didn't understand how to help us because they didn't know how to help themselves. And instead of showing us love, they gave us their ass to kiss. And then they turn around and judge us for it. Exactly. So I've always had a chip on my shoulder against older black men. I've always felt like um, they wanted my spot. Yep. I've always felt like they wanted to discredit anything that I've done so they could validate their weakness. And mind you, I don't think I'm the baddest motherfucker out there at all. But I will say this about me. I'm not a, I'm not scared to squab. I hear, I'm not scared I hear to that. I don't I don't Straight need up. anybody to tell me it's time to squab. I'm going. So I don't need you, black man, that didn't show me any love in the first place to come along as I gain success and notoriety in any field or whatever opinion and tell me that my success is not valid because oh, well, you didn't grow up in this time and you didn't go through this thing. Let me tell you something. Everybody got problems. Mm-hmm. Everybody has problems. The idea is that you understand that, one, you have problems and that you're a solution-oriented person. The bros that I know aren't. And I'm from a place where there's a lot of bros. I know a lot of black men. Mm-hmm. I, I know a lot of black men. And let me tell you something about all the old ones. I do not find comfort there. It's, it's rare for me to find a brother that I can find comfort in. And that's real. Yeah. That's real. Okay. All right. Well, you know, dang, man, that was, that was a lot to take in. I'm, I'm glad we got you <laughs> on here so far, man. I, I fuck with it. So, you, you know, you have to stay on for at least another segment now. That, that's how we treat the guests. So, you know, when you, when you come on, before we take you and put you back into the listeners, you have to play a game. So, the game that you're going to be playing this week is called First 48. I love that show. Let's go. Okay, so Q, would you explain to the listeners exactly what First 48 is? Sure, sure. So First 48 is is a segment that we do that, um, excuse me, uh, it's a segment in which we, ooh, that noise in the background. Oh, that was my uh, daughter, uh, <laughs> her TV. Oh. I'll, just, I'll mute you for a second, one second. All right, go ahead, Q. All right. All right. Um, so first 48 is a segment that we do um, each show in which Greg will read a story, a wild, crazy uh, police story, uh, crime story. Usually happens in Florida. Ninety five percent of them happen in Florida. because Florida is just an awful state. Um, but we, the li- we, um, the host and the listeners have to guess which state or if it's an international story, which country uh, the crime took place exactly so the first article um it's a doozy um a driver is arrested after a crash because he was worried that the nurse would inject him with COVID 19 um according to the article a man was arrested over the weekend uh for refusing to allow a nurse to draw his blood citing concerns that she would quote unquote inject him with COVID 19 according to the arrest warrant 
Metro police responded around 1.30 a.m. Sunday to a stalled vehicle. When officers arrived, they said that they observed a 68-year-old man in a driver's seat who explained that he was waiting for a tow truck. Um, they were also reported that they smelled alcohol coming from his breath and that he had slurred speech as well as bloodshot, watery eyes and was unsteady on his feet. He refused to consent to a breathalyzer and stated, you're trying to just get me to take a fucking COVID test. That's awesome. Guess the first 48 state where this Florida. 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 Gotta be Florida. 68-year-old gave it away. Florida. Florida. Is that your final uh, final answer? Final answer. Um, this happened in Nashville, Tennessee. I knew it had to be in the South. It had to be in the South. <laughs> Even worse. Yeah. yeah. Even worse. <laughs> All right. Let's hope y'all get the and, next one. And let's right. see. And that's and not just Tennessee. I think you said Metro. So Nashville's police is called Nash, Nashville Metropolitan. So, yeah, mm-hmm. Nashville. Yep. Mm. So the next article for first 48 uh both q and uh it's strolling right is he me oh i'll just read the next article so anti-mask restaurant says that it will only serve unvaccinated diners let's just get to the article um while the while the emergence of the delta variant of covid19 has many businesses and consumers proceeding with caution this restaurant continues with its campaign of non-compliance with state safety recommendations. It recently posted a sign saying that it will be asking diners for proof of... At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Being unvaccinated. Guess the first 48 state where this is happening. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I want to say, I, I want to say, is Lauren Bovert's restaurant in Colorado? When I'm leaning towards Marjorie Taylor Stupid in Georgia. Okay. I was about to say Georgia. I was about to say Georgia, Georgia because there is no other state that is so aggressive when it comes down to identifying its policies. <laughs> mm. Mm. Maybe Texas, but Georgia's pretty up there. You guys are both 0 for 2, as this happened oh. in Baylor's town or city state of California, Huntington Beach, what? California. Yeah. Oh, I know which restaurant he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he's like, uh, an idiot. Ba- Basilico's Pasta and Vino. 
Um, apparently, their stance puts its liquor license at risk when it was accused by the California Department of Alcohol Beverage Control of being a disorder, uh, being of disorderly premises. The license is still active, but the case is pending and the department is unable to comment on its pending litigation. Um, mm. California is fucking wild for that one. Um, next first 48 uh, article. We only have two more. Um, Man washes ashore after trying to walk to New York in a bubble. What? <laughs> he tried to walk yeah. to New York in a bubble. Mm-hmm. Oh no 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 no! It's a it says a man washes ashore after trying to walk to New York in a bubble, which means that he was trying to walk in a bubble on water. So Reza Bellucci said that he was headed a thousand miles north in a running wheel contraption, but ended up just thirty miles south. Um, the man startled beachgoers when he washed the shore inside of a hybrid bubble running wheel device. The man identified by local news as Reza Bellucci washed the shore on Saturday. He was inside of a large barrel type device, which, dev- uh, which appeared to have flotation, uh, bayous attached to each end. Yeah, just guess the first 48 state. New York. Florida. No, 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 no. He was heading to New York. <laughs> Florida. He said he went, only went 30 miles south, right? No, it says that he was headed a thousand miles north in a red yeah. wheel contraption, but ended up 30 miles south. Huh. Florida. Because it's a thousand miles. It's a thousand miles. To oh, New York. yeah, yeah. Florida. <laughs> but he was in New York, though. That's where he washed up, right? Nope. No. He, he was in Florida. Oh, he was in Florida. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, how dumb do you have to be to, like, if you could see this picture. That was so crazy, exactly. I didn't even get it. <laughs> like, I just, I, I don't understand. You know those little balls that people use at the gym to, like, do, like, the sit-ups and squats and shit on? The medicine balls. Yeah, the medicine ball. He, he this contraption, like, you might have to look on your phone. Um, But he washed ashore after trying to walk to New York and, like, you know those little uh the little things that gerbils run in like the little wheel? He created yeah, a, a human wheel. yeah, he created a human version of this. It looked like something that Tom Hanks made in that movie with uh with uh, Castaway. Yeah. Castaway. <laughs> and he said <laughs> this man he tried to do a running wheel contraption to go from Florida to New York. Now, I don't know if he realizes water don't flow that way, but <laughs> <laughs> You got to be a damn fool. Only, only fucking Florida. Let, let's get these only voicemails Florida. first. Let's get these voicemails, and then we'll come right back. Absolutely. I like Royce. Royce spitting that. Royce spitting that. I need to ask Royce a, a, a question, though. Royce, do you put sugar in your grits? Because I do. And Shane want that wine. Oh, my God, man. First of all, first of all, that individual understands the true meaning of life, and I love that. <laughs> I absolutely love that. And you know what? I'm going to answer your question. I put every single last ounce of sugar in the house. In hey, grits. My man. My man. You understand my me? My man. Do you understand me? And I'm from Georgia, okay? You understand <laughs> me? That is the land of cheese grits and, and, and oh, I'm going to get some shrimp in my grit. Hey, you got some gravy in them grits. Like, look. Okay, it's breakfast. It's too intense. I don't want to eat lunch. Don't want to eat lunch oatmeal. 
or dinner. <laughs> I don't want to eat dinner. Oh, I just want to live. Man. I want to enjoy my breakfast. It's just too much pressure to have cheese in your grits. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I need you to go and check out an uh, episode that Baylor did. Um, this was it's about like six or seven months ago when he was talking about putting sugar in his grits. And I've been giving him hell ever since. <laughs> so, you know, I've been giving him absolute hell ever since then. We, we got one more voice. We're going to get back to the last first 48. And then, you know, what? we'll, we'll keep you on for dope. So here we go. Oh, uh, as soon as this person comes on. That was their buoys, homeboy. Oh, yeah. Oh, it ain't boy. no yoga balls. Those are buoys. <laughs> Yo, these... Looking at the photos, those are, yo, this man really did put, wow. I, I really, I am always on there, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. This man, yo, they look, here's the thing. If you looked at it, I didn't even see the boys before, but they really are, wow. Jesus. See, Florida has to stop. Florida has to stop. But Florida got some more, stuff going on down there. Yeah, they got to fix themselves because they, they are wilding. But we got one more first 48 article. Um, this one, I, I want you, let me see, what where, where just happened? Let me just make sure that this actually has the state that it happened in. Um, da, 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 da. here we go. Perfect. A teen airdrops images of an, of a gun to passengers on a United flight and the plane was evacuated. Are you, wait, wait, wait. You're on a plane. Yep. Oh, I'll read, I'll read the article for you if you if you. Go ahead. Go so it ahead. says, and what and what appears to be an ill-conceived prank, a teenager on a United Airlines flight used uh, used Apple's AirDrop to send inappropriate pictures to fellow passengers, causing the personnel to evacuate the plane, as recounted by Christopher J. Bill, who claims his mother was on board the flight on Thursday. An unnamed teen sent images of guns to nearby iPhones via AirDrop. See, this is why. This is why you. This is why you only have your airdrop settings to contacts only. You better do exactly. it. You better do it. That's right. That's crazy, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, anybody, I, I implore people to go to their iPhone settings and change that shit now. That's one of my biggest fears because I saw the Ring movie. And, you know, yeah. I've seen a lot of, you know, the last thing I want is to get some fucking information that I don't need. Uh, there was a horror movie a couple years ago. I forgot what the name. It was like a horror movie where it was like, you know, like the, the truth of dare shit. And I was like, yo, never again. Never, <laughs> never fucking again. So, no. Yeah. Um, basically. Yeah. Uh, guess, but guess the first 48 state where that actually happened, at, though. Oh, God. Texas. Texas. Ooh, oh, that's a good guess. But I'd go one. I'd say who about who was I surprised by recently? It, I mean, it, oh gosh, who was who was it? Oh, um, Arizona. Mm, that that's a good guess right there. Um, mm-hmm. un- unfortunately, fellas, the flight was flying out of San Francisco, headed to Orlando, Florida. What? Uh, what? What's up with Cali? When did Cali get really weird like that? It was usually like good and cool weird. When was, like, when bad weird. When when Caitlyn Jenner announced that she was running for governor. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness. I think they should go for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think they should go for it. And the reason why is because I have been doing a little bit of a I'm always soul searching. 
But I was listening to, I don't know if you guys have heard uh, uh, Charlemagne the Guy, The Breakfast Club, them, yeah. those wacky individuals. But they mm-hmm. had a uh, transgender personality on there by the name of Flame Monroe. Who, okay. Honestly, I think he's one of the best uh, radio personalities in the country, personally, but that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was speak well, actually, uh, Flame Monroe identifies this, uh, and this is according to their words, not mine. Um, he, she, we, them. <laughs> that's how that's wild that, that's the pronoun <laughs> so I'm that's just wild. well okay exactly um and basically she was saying that when it comes down to how people perceive people professionally it, it it's a very telling thing because she oh, oh he she we them uh, respectively uh said that she, uh, there was a spat with monique a couple of years back and Monique, we all know Monique. She's very outspoken. Mm-hmm. Um, she got Flame Monroe fired from a radio station. And wow. the whole premise was because, you know, Monique was huge back in like the 90s and the 2000s. And mm-hmm. execs, especially um, executive producers that want to have continuity with a certain set of talent, they really honor what the talent has to say in regards to onboarding a new member of talent because they have to work together. They have to have chemistry because the idea is that they get business from the Mm -hmm. talent. Like that's just the idea. That's how business goes. And basically Monique took that opportunity and freedom to downplay flame and roll and say that she felt that she couldn't work with flame and roll because of flame and roll's alternative lifestyle. Mind you, there's nothing wrong with living within your sentience. I think everybody has a right to choose their lifestyle, as long as you are not hurting someone and as long as you are not destroying yourself and you are being progressive, you you are allowed to do what the fuck you want. I don't care mm-hmm. what you do so long as you're not bothering me. And people who are like that really trigger me because we don't know until we know. Mm-hmm. Now, Caitlyn Jenner could be the best governor that we've had in America. We don't know. But what we do know is that this is a very brave individual. This is a very accomplished individual. This is a person that has basically reached the pinnacle of human physical conditioning because Mm -hmm. Caitlyn Jenner has won gold in the Olympics. Mm -hmm. And this is a person that is a part of the Kardashian brand and family. Mm -hmm. Um, This is a person that understands America very well and is not afraid to express themselves. I think what we need to do as people is start accepting people for their differences and challenging people spiritually and mentally. Okay. Because when we start to challenge people, we have ground to stand on because we are standing up for the things that we are passionate about. But if we're not even doing that, we have nothing to stand on. It's bullshit. And I think that we need to we need to let that happen. Caitlin okay, Jenner, so, Jenner for government, let, man. Let's go. Let me, <laughs> let, let, let me I, everything you said is very, very, is very, very true. But I offer this rebuttal. Everything and everyone that a Kardashian has touched has gone to shit. Do you really want California? <laughs> Do you really want the sec the third the third largest economy in the world to be run by a Kardashian by a disciple of a Kardashian? Not a disciple. Not a disciple. All right, let's move oh on. My let's, God. Move. let's move on. So 
uh, we, we got a voicemail from Baylor and we're going to get straight into first 48. I know Baylor gave me a song. Baylor, if you have that song again, text it to me. That way I can quickly play it for Dobino because we have eight. Actually, we have nine bangers this week and we will be playing them 30 seconds apiece. But let's get to this voicemail first. Hey, uh, Greg and Q, tell Royce that he needs to start a podcast if he doesn't have one because he's pretty good at what he's doing right now. So let's let him know that I said that. Exactly. Um, hell yeah, I put grits in my gut. I put sugar in my grits. What? See? First of all, Baylor's going to make me blush over here, and I have it. Like, I'm not going to go for it. You understand me? I'm not going for that. How dare that black man come on here and encourage me so much and make me want to actually talk all day for money? How dare he? Okay? Good. We don't, we, don't, we, don't, we don't do that happy shit over here. Babe, let me tell you something. Thank you. I appreciate you, man. Look at that. Look at that. Man, all right. So, Q, I need you to explain exactly what Dope and Oak is for anybody who is listening for the first time or people who are recurring. All right, so Dope Nope is is one of our segments in which we play some new or never heard before music and we rate it. Dope if it's a fucking banger, and if all of us agree, then it goes into our Hall of Fame. Uh, or if it's all right, but I ain't gonna I ain't gonna bump it in the car unless I'm drunk or I'm high. <clears throat> and or, I mean that's or. And Nope is get the shit off my get the shit off my speakers. Absolutely. Uh-huh. So the the first song for Dope and Ope this week is by Sid and it's called Fast Car. So usually what we do is, you know, I tell people to, you know, while the music's playing to mute. So just hit the mute button on your thing and then we will play the song. So first song, Sid, Fast Car. Kiss me like you mean it now. Right here in the front seat. Okay, I don't know what happened there, but let's get back to it. Sid's fast car, dope or nope? Yeah, that's a banger. Dope, man. Dope. Dope. Wait, did we we start out the gate with a Hall of Fame already? We starting out. We, Is that we, we start? We starting out it's, like my fan. It's, it's worthy. It's a good song. Yeah, okay. Greg, we're we're starting out like my fan duel lineup right now. Yeah, on we, fucking we start, fire. We starting exactly. out on fire because now here's the thing. If that is a Hall of Fame, the next song, I'm just Don't, playing. You about to say play it. <laughs> Baby, bet, hey, cover X, hey, couple Grammys on your couple packs, hey, that's a bet, hey, throw it back, hey, throw it back, hey, and this one is for the champion. Hey, lost his I be here. 
That is Lil Nas X and Jack Harlow's industry baby. Dope or oh, no? Come on. Oh, come on now. We don't need to vote on this. Hall of Fame. Okay. And nah, I'm Ro- Royce, point. you said nah. Okay, yeah. all right, that's good. Okay, all right. Cubic they cannot go into the Hall of Fame. It, it can go into the the almost Hall of Fame because we have one. Because I don't vote. Everybody else votes. So since there's only two of you, you have to compete. If it goes into the Hall of Fame, or if it goes into the almost, or if it's trash, it goes into the Hall of Shame with terrible songs like "Eras Top" with uh, Azuna, Diddy, and DJ Snake. Freaking You by DJ Khaled, uh, Day After the Rain by Levin Cali. Um, we only have seven songs that we put in the Hall of Shame in three years. We, we've been doing pretty fucking good. So we have a good selection of like bangers and you know shit like that. So that one has to go into the, the almost Hall of Fame. We'll put that there. The next song on Dope and Nope is by Leela James and it's called You're the One. James, you're the one. Dope or nope? Dope. Put in the Hall of Fame. Put in the Hall of Fame. That that is the song that when you're driving in the middle of the night, you you got a nice young lady. Absolutely. (laughs) And that comes on and she look at you like, turn that up real quick. I need to know what that is. She pull out her phone and she starts shazamming. She's trying to figure out what that Blicky is, or eat like us. You know, we got kids and things like that. The kids in the backseat sleep, and you got love talks and slow jams. You got WHUR, and that shit come on. Mm-mm-mm. And you know, I Andy Hamilton gonna play right after that. Yeah, yeah, I got those vibes. And the thing is, the song is so good that you know, not only is it something you can ride in the car with, but when you get to a bar, or restaurant, and that shit comes on, you start seeing people two stepping. You know, and it's not to the name of love. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's that shit. That's going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And on top of that, it just rem- it, I'm just getting Tony Braxton vibes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She, she's not doing. I, I like that Leela James. Her voice isn't like Janae Aiko with like that whisper R and B. Like no, like yeah. Janae Aiko was dope. Janae Aiko yeah. was dope, but there's mm-hmm. it's, it's too common. Yes. Like 
too many people got it, you know, and even the people who like have boisterous voices, they've started to like go into that Janaiko like, you know, bubble of that type of like that whisper singing. It's like, no, like you got pipes. Just sing. It's okay to sing. But moving right along, the next song is by someone by the name of Skylar Stecker, and the song is called Earth Sign. I just fell in love in the club for the first time. Can I build a home with an earth sign? Can I be at home doing curbside? Love you on your best days, have you on your worst nights? It's been too long since they call my soul feeling like this. Don't go making no promises, I get tired of hearing that shit. Drinks on me, pour it up, I don't wanna go sorry. In the back of the coat, but I do, yeah, I know that he wants me. Drinks on me, pour it up, I was feeling so sorry. Got a text from my ex, I'm sorry. Yeah, but you lost me. I was like Bob Marley. He was like Karachi. You were really standing on me. Now you gotta watch me. Drop until it drops. Not to it like it stops. Please. Yeah. I was down canaries. You saw that. I had the world, but it's all bad. Now I get a text and it's all back and all of that. That was Earth Sign by Skylar Stecker. Dope Banger. Banger. That, that shit. Yo. Hall of, Hall of Fame. Yeah, Hall of Fame. Yeah, that one's that got to go in the Hall of Fame. Um, and you know what? What really pisses me off though is if Ariana Grande would have done it because that sounds like Ariana. That sounds it like did. Ariana Grande. It does. It does. It does. It, it, really does. it, it sounds like it sounds like a song that she wanted to do, and she was like, "Nah, like you know, I already got too many of those. Give it to somebody else." And it sounds just as good. And she didn't try to like overdo it. So shout out to whoever Skylar Stecker. I'm sure we'll hear that song on like XM radio and like on your, you know, DSPs. He's like, yo, that, that song is actually kind of dope. Well, guess what? Yeah, can I just like, interject too? Like, I like it because it's like, to me, it's the same allure that Chris Brown has in his music. Like, yes. there's a skill set to making music. And I judge a lot of musicians based off pace. And that was just phenomenal. You, you yeah. have to have skill. You have to engage. You have to give people something to listen to. All those boxes are checked. Good job. Exactly. Exactly. Um, And as you you spoke on Chris, I just have to let people know, um, Chris has not missed song-wise, single-wise, in like seven years. And that's that's important. Like, I I, I know, you know, I I give people hell, you know, with the whole Chris Brown and Usher shit. You know, I'm contrarian. I like them both. But when it comes to this versus, if it ever were to happen, I have to let people know, like, the last five summers, five summers alone, that's five tracks. And that's recent. I know people like recency bias and stuff like that. I'm like, yo, like, yeah. I mean, he, he put out a fucking 42 album song and at least fucking 27 of them are good. But either way, next song, um, a lot of people don't really know of this guy. I, I love him dearly. And the reason why is he does, uh, he used to do, um, what was it, Taco Tuesdays on Instagram. Uh, Duran Jones. Uh, the, the song is called The Way That I Do. You give me a face 
Jones the way I do. Okay. Okay. I put that in the banger category. Um, okay. And just a real quick explanation. There's not enough of that R&B anymore. Um, yes. The R&B scene has become so saturated with the uh, ladies love me. I need to be this image to sell sex. And what has happened is the music has suffered because every record isn't going to sell in America. Every record Absolutely. isn't going to be on um the billboard but let's say that this record that you created is in a movie and that movie ends up box office smash and then you get a sequel and then you get another sequel now your music has served your profiting purposes but you know like if we don't have these this kind of music in these spaces we stay in the same toxic space so i think that it's a banger it it was really good message it was a really good message it was basically him saying he understood his emotions were one thing but he understood there was something deeper than how he felt about something and i really exactly. respect that message absolutely absolutely wow. you just talked me into a dope because yeah. i was leaning or i was okay. leaning or yeah i'm telling you man like we we we, we go on all cylinders now i have to slightly correct myself duran jones is one artist um but when I was talking about Taco Tuesday, that is a completely different artist by the name of Duran Bernard. And he has a song as well that is fire. I'll play that since, you know, I have to correct myself. The song is called Stuff. And it's by Duran Bernard and Ari Lennox. Mm. I'm on that. I'm yeah, on yo. that. Dope. Yo. Dope. That, that should take you a place. <laughs> that takes Name. you a place. Wow. 
Um, yes, sir. And then the, yeah, that, that's one. You you just got to sit in the bed with your lady and just listen yes. to that. You just, just just sit there. Just, just, I don't even want to do nothing to you. Just, 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 just listen. And just, we just, don't talk enough about that, you know, because intimacy is, I think, something that needs to be just really highlighted because without intimacy, there's no middle ground between... Facts. Uh, like, like you need like place setters, you know, you need to be able to do stuff with your partner that like lets your partner and you know, like, yo, like I'm in this with you because everything is so incentivized. And, you know, sometimes you just want to remind a person like, yo, like we, we out here grinding, but like, yo, I got you. You feel me? Like, it's good. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, now we, we, we've given so many Hall of Fame. I think this is the first show where we've had six Hall of Fames. Like, it's been that good musically. Um, so I'm going to give you guys the option um, for the last song. Baylor has a song that, you know, I'm going to play as a bonus. So I'm going to play that one. After. Actually, I played that before. But the option for you guys is a, lot, uh, a song by Elijah Blake, a song by um, Callen.fr, or we can play a rap song. So I'll, I'll let you decide. Huh. Elijah, Elijah Blake. Actually, let, let's let's do the categories. Do you want R and B or do you want rap for the last song? I ain't gonna lie. Like I, I'm a guest. I'm gonna let you guys do your thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. As as a guest, you get to pick. So Q, we're, we're gonna we're gonna let Royce pick. Royce, what do you want to hear? Oh, what? Okay, I'm a hip hop fan. So anytime we can hear new hip hop, don't even ask. Just okay. Like, How much hip hop? There we go. <laughs> okay, so 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 let's, let's just do it then. We're, we're gonna we're gonna play Baylor's first. So Baylor's first song is called "Trap" by an artist by the name of Scotty S K O D I. Scotty, okay. Scotty, That is Trap by Scotty. Dope or nope? Dope. And if you don't know hip hop, you would just assume it was trash because it's not a good structured song. It's Mm -hmm. actually very bad to listen to, but Mm -hmm. hip hop. It came along. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. To me, the song came along. Like that, that yeah, first twenty seconds, exactly. they can completely just got away with. But when, like, he caught his cadence and he realized, like, yo, I'm, I'm actually on beat. The rhythm is there, and more importantly, mm-hmm. like, I have nothing to say, and that's fine because we're only listening to the beat any fucking way. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm yeah, with. yeah. And let me just interject. This person, like, I know that, like, the thug American culture thing hasn't really been explored, but I feel like that's where we're headed. 
because mm-hmm. it's profitable. And yep. I think, especially the black community, we need to master the hood. I know it's a weird thing to say, but we've got to master the hood because that's what we are. In populace, yep. there are a lot of black people in inner city communities, and they all have a hood, quote unquote, presence. And these people that become rappers are the best that the hood has to offer. And let me tell you why. Hood has junkies. They have homeless people. They have dead-end jobbers. They have people who have been to prison. They have basically the disenfranchised American citizen that America refuses to look in the eye. So when you talk about our experience being unique, we have to learn how to be around each other. People from the hood matter, too. And this person was speaking to his experience in getting out of that. When you make a song, you're a hood millionaire. And you can put your block on. You can put your crew on. You can put your mom in a good house. You can put your mom in a good car. I don't give a fuck what y'all got to say about my music being nice or whatever. I literally got on the track and said, like, not even a hot 16. Like, this is a hot 12, hot 10. And threw a hook on it. And I was able to make 100,000 streams off this and feed my kids. That is the American dream if I have never seen it. And it's all Fact. destructive. It's all destructive. It's all, yo, I shot that fool. I split me up. I, I flipped the key into three. It's all of that. But how is that any different from Mark Zuckerberg and his trillion dollar company, even though he doesn't donate anything to this com- uh, country? How is that different from Jeff Bezos, even though there are kids in this world starving and dying of hunger? He goes and builds a fucking space shuttle. And and, and, mm. and flies out there. And Ashton Kutcher bought a fucking ticket. So if you want to talk about it, let's talk about it. But I think that when yeah. people judge people who they don't understand, it's some bullshit. And that yeah. song is a banger because he is doing nothing but expressing the trap. And that's yeah. how he made it. So I think that's a banger. I rock with that. I bump that in my car. I will pull up in the suburbs and I'll make everybody uncomfortable. What's happening? I hear that. This is, this is what's funny. So Baylor goes and he texts me as we're playing a song he says that's actually a girl that's rapping and i like the shit even more now <laughs> what yes that's wow and i just said girls are now on the rise in hip-hop mm-hmm. oh yeah i'm gonna have to check that out and and then baylor said you know what i'm gonna throw a bonus out there and he sends us another song so this, this might be a long dope note this song is called the slide anthem by mac k the k baby okay uh, ay, ay, yeah, know the top go spin that blood, hop out, walk down, look, oh, my nigga gon' slide, no nigga gon' ride my way, no blood, no crib, my nigga, my dog, he slime, can't put no cap in my route, free licks, free two, 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 boy, free my guys, they get faced by the two, get your face on the news, they know my gang gon' slide, this bitch from Dio on my feet, you can't see when I'm deep, only drip when they cover my eyes, love how you can't talk when I talk, I'm too hard on the bitch, you get slapped, you get out of line, ain't going no teeth and no tet, I got straps with them teeth and them dicks, my court too fat for the street, rather pay that fee, but you not finna catch me leave. I sell 20 grand out the sack, you was scared of that pig, see my M's always came out the back. Oh, yeah. Look at my lap, we coming outside, oh, my mama, we not finna scratch, with the op in the blood of that gas, so smoke a little head, let me know when you ready to mess. I stay on the route to the cash, with a click on my hip, so this chain on my neck ain't snatched. I got me a chop 30 rounds, if a nigga won't beef, I'ma let a fuck nigga at home. Okay, baby, come to your hood, boy, I don't need to glick, cause they know that I'm cold from the show. Mr. Top, go spin that block, hop out, walk down. Oh, my nigga, slime. No nigga, ride my way. No blood, no creep. My nigga, my doggy slime.
Hey yo, I, I had my fucking battle rap fingers going the entire when time. You t- when I tell you, I was in here rocking. Do you? I felt like I was back on the block. Yes. What? Yeah, I was yes. like, yo, what the fuck? Oh, we got finished yes. playing that. Oh, should we run that back? I think we should. Man, run damn it! Back. Let's run it back. Fuck it. I like that. I like that. <laughs> can agree nobody will walk down on that guy not at all nobody will walk down on him and that's such an important thing as a black man because we get killed here Mm -hmm. so when you talk about what hip-hop is in my opinion it's the opportunity it's not the but it's just an opportunity for a black man to showcase his strength in public um exactly now you can say what you want hood dudes are so much fun they fair motherfuckers in the yep. in the verse, he said he sells twenty grams out the sack. That means that that's his personal bag. He smoked this, but I sell you twenty G's. You can get a blunt out of a G. So I sell mm-hmm. you twenty blunts, and most of the grams go for ten. So he'll make his quick two hundred off of his own personal because he's a hustler. But he ain't just a hustler. He's a he's a family man. He's talking about free the guys in the hook, man. And he's yeah. also talking about sliding with the same set guys. So he's mm-hmm. really a group friendly type of dude just don't be the opposition or else all the shit that he was talking about in his song is what you will be victim to and that's what people don't want to admit they scared they be scared and when you get scared you're not able to be your best self because you're thinking oh well i don't know how to deal with him you don't gotta know how to deal with me all you have to do is stay in your lane and be respectful if i deem you being disrespectful you do have a problem and if you don't know how to be disrespectful, if you don't know how to be respectful, shut the fuck up and, and watch me do my dance. But don't get disrespectful and get stomped because that's what these kind of dudes do. They hurt people. And mm-hmm. when you talk about why people don't like black men, you know, the vast majority of this country is white. They don't know what to do with us. They've been yep. so much harm. White fragility is at an all time high. Everybody's looking around wondering what the next move. Where is the race war? We've already proven that we are too good of a people as a whole to engage in that foolishness. That's y'all doing that. Yeah. All we're doing is trying to raise our kids 
love on our loved ones and make our bread. We don't care nothing about y'all no more. We don't care nothing about y'all no more. At the end of the day, man, if you want to be a hater, be a hater, bro. I got talent, blessings, and love on my side. And that's one reason I rock with hip-hop. We understand that. We don't need nobody coming over here. Because guess where you're going to be at when you want to have some fun and get some drip? Right up in our fucking front yard. But guess where you can't come, though? Because we don't fuck with ops. I'm sorry. Got a little... Talk to him. <laughs> talk to him. Talk to him. I know Baylor over there like, talk that shit, Royce. Talk that shit. <laughs> so we got two more. Uh, the first one is called Flexing by FN the Dealer and Young Stoner Life. All right, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I, okay. Now, whenever I hear songs start like that, I already know I'm probably getting out of my seat and, and putting on my battle rap gun fingers because the, the shit started with the little. And, hold on, let's just go back. Let's just go back. Wake up and count up a check, I'm a flesh. I be putting shit on, I'm a dresser. Thought I fell out, but I kept getting better. I got a shit out of mowing on shelf. I want it all, and I still need an issue. Y'all nigga probably gonna straight out of the ghetto. You did me wrong, that's the shit I can't let go. I got the torch, I'm on fire like petrol. They tryna do what I do like an echo. I know my money and shit like a gecko. I got it dropped, I'm on fire like Echo. Shout out to Jay, cause I'm back like an Uber. I ain't gotta do it, shout out to my shooter. I keep a heat, I still be the coolest. Came out of blue, they don't know how we do it. I made a nigga smile like Jewish. You can Google it. OG's that taught me to get me ain't noodles. Hit me with the Uber, that's what do you mean? Ain't like Martin, I had me a dream. No, it look good, but it ain't what it seems. I go to sleep and see death in my dream. I need somebody to pray for me. You know you left, I was down, you ain't wait on me. They want some favors, I told them to wait on it. We get a job, you gon' spend it and spray this shit. Young nigga, take a risk. Wake up and count up a check, I'm a flesh. I be putting shit on, I'm a dresser. Thought I fell out, but I kept getting better. I got this shit out of mowing no shovel. I want it all and I still need an issue. Young nigga, probably come straight out of the ghetto. You did me wrong, that's the shit I can't let go. I got to touch, I'm on fire like petrol. That is flexing by FN, the dealer, and young stoner life. Dope or yeah, dope? Yeah, that works. That works for me. That's a dope one. Yeah, dope. Yeah, dope. And, and I just wanted to say real quick, the principal, you are dope. I had just been talking and ranting. You just been listening. Shout out, you too, Greg. Like y'all cool. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to let y'all know real quick because y'all. Well, are- it's all, it's all, it's all good, brother. We do a lot. This is what we do. Over, <laughs> we do a lot of talking <laughs> over all of our shows. So it, it's it's all good. It's all yeah, good. Mike. Yeah, and you welcome back at any time, That's what's up. That's what's so- up. The, the last song for the night we're going to get up out of here is called Blue Boys by Young Dolph, Key Glock, and uh, a whole bunch of other people. So, Ooh, that's a banger, man. Yeah, <laughs> already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I didn't have to do this shit like this right here, man. Check me out. I got a pocket full of blue boys. Mary Jean is from New Georgia. Got a duffel bag full of blue boys. Just left the car lot, got a new toy. I got a backpack full of blue boys. On the way to Illy Young's here in New York. Man, I got a trunk full of blue boys. Riding through the bay, bumping too short. Yeah, I got a pocket full of blue boys. I got them old hunters and them new boys. Bitch, I keep a bag full of blue boys. I got medicine in my two cups. 800K of them blue boys. I was in the trap, tell me where you were. Spin out them 20s and 50s and 10s, little nigga, and I stack all them blue boys. Yeah, yeah. Baby, Ralph Frank, that's me. What up? 
paper wrap the gang this week. Okay. Ugly black ass nigga, but my bank account on fleet. Yeah. Baby, call it a rich nigga beat. Hey, come here, beat that little pussy right to sleep. She a vegetarian, but she love my meat. Dop you a fool. Just me and 40 bad bitch swimming in the pool. Lost a dub just the other day, she was blue. When I was broke, I was still the realest nigga in the room. When I was broke, I was still the realest nigga in the room. I got so high, I could sit on the moon. Yo, c- come on, man. Come, come on, man. Absolute. Ba- what did I say? Yo, <laughs> yo what, what is going on? Yo, tonight's one of those nights where ain't too many songs that we play. We only played one song. We were like, nah. And ironically, it was a little Nas X one, but we ain't going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about that one. Why can't we talk about Why can't we talk about it? Because I feel like it deserves more of a conversation. That's what you got to come back next week. You got you got to come back next week. We're going to do all that. We're going to talk about that. I will be back next week. But yes, absolutely. So we we actually I heard a song on um, on TikTok and I was like, you know, what? I got to play it because they got a little dance to it. I was like, you know, what? I'm going to try that dance. I'm going to get drunk one day. I'm going to go out and I'm going to do that shit. Um, For sure. I, I just got to play it. I'll, I'll tell you the song later. But. Hey, got me fucked up. Hey, I'm right back on their ass, yo. They done made me mad, uh. I've been keeping calm, constantly keep making cash, yo. I've been getting bag after bag after bag, yo. Presidential shit, I wrap my Maybach mad black, yo. Call me Mr. That's all y'all get. That, that fucking, because all you can get is 15 seconds of the song on TikTok any fucking way. That, <sighs> Definitely got some bang in that. And, and I've seen it too. And I've seen the young bros really get down with the moves on this one. Like that's that's yeah. a really good dancing song right there. That's that's dope. Yeah. And that's hard to do with a trap joint. Absolutely. Yo, they have they have heard it so much. We we've been on like all spectrums when it came to the show tonight. But we're about to get out of here. So we need everybody to let you know to know where they can find you on social media. So Royce Q, where can they follow you on social media before you get up out of here? I can be found. Um, I'm actually creating a new Twitter, uh, but mine's um, um, sroyce20 um, at Twitter. And you know, like I'm, I'm just now. I've, I just got through a healing process. I've it's been quite a time, so I'm getting back out there. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be back next week. I just want to be able to talk to really cool people. So we're getting back into mm-hmm. it. Um, but yeah, okay. Sroyce20, what am I? Perfect, perfect. That's what's up. So, um, as I said earlier in the show, the, uh, with this new opportunity that I have, um, you want to know about uh, the Discord that I work for, or want to talk DFS, or uh, you know, DFS Daily Fantasy Sports, or whatever. Follow me on Twitter, QDV1906. Fuck Instagram, that shit sucks. And yeah, that's it. Also, just another plug for the for the sports desk. Follow us on join mm-hmm. us on Monday. Join us on Monday. On Monday, I am the lead host for the sports. Yes, session. indeed. Uh, so yeah, for Greg sure. and I, Greg and I flip roles on on Mondays. Um, so yeah, join us on there. We usually go live around nine, nine fifteen, nine thirty, um, and we talk all sports. And I get crazy with it. So <laughs> yes, indeed. Let's go. All right. You as long as you get a little weird too, because you know you can't yes. just get crazy without getting weird. You know. Facts. Facts. So you can follow us on Instagram at Young Black Pod. You can follow us on Twitter at the letter Y, the letter B, 
and bother. So like why be bothered on Twitter? Um, you can follow me at Al Sharp Tongue on Twitter. You can follow the YouTube. Um, everything is in, you know, show notes, stuff like that. If you want to uh, feel free to listen to all the old episodes, we should be back next week for the sports desk. We will be talking all things sports that we didn't get to talk tonight. And then on Tuesdays, we obviously we do the YBB shows. So until next week, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening and we will see you next week. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, Perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.